start a series, I'm just going to preach from the subject title of this, and that is just IDK. I think I mentioned a week ago that I wanted to do a series. Um, I remember the first time I got the acronym for this over a text, and I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up. What is IDK? But years and years and years back, that's when you know, I come from the generation where um, growing up there were no cell phones. Um, and so um, we didn't have the technology that we have today. Um, we didn't speak in acronyms. <laughs> um, it was quite a, a different world. And, uh, but today we are full of social media and uh, I'm still trying to come up to speed on uh, and I have not, I, I've never used Twitter, I don't know Twitter, I don't know Instagram yet. My daughter who's a senior, you know, Brianna, I'll have to get her to teach me how, you know, as far as Twitter and Instagram, you know, so I'm still trying to come up to speed. but. The language, the language is interesting how the language from uh, the social media platforms also has kind of really come into uh, uh, all forms of writing and communication these days. And so I use this uh, acronym uh, IDK, I don't know. And so I want to preach, you know, in this next several weeks from the subject of IDK, I don't know. What do you do when you don't know what to do? Amen, somebody. Maybe, maybe I'm the only one that has those kind of moments when you have tough decisions to make and you don't, you're not sure what you're supposed to do. What do you do when you really don't know what to do? Those IDK moments. Matter of fact, somebody walked in here this morning and you're in the middle of something right now and you're trying to figure out and you just don't what you don't know what to do. That's what I really want to preach about. And so I want to look at, uh, and I'll be preaching from the entire chapter of 1 Samuel's uh, 17th chapter, but I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I'll just read, um, as a matter of fact, I know I put just verse 6, but uh, uh, I'll read uh, a little bit of the beginning verses as well. Uh, if you would, once you found that, if you would please stand. Now the Philistines gathered their forces of war and assembled at Sokar and Judah. They pitched camp at Ephah's, the men between Sokar and Azekah. Saul and the Israelites assembled uh, and camped in the valley of Elah and drew their battle line to meet the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill, the Israelites another, with the valley between them champion 
Nate Goliath, who was from Gath, uh, came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits in a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of, coat of scale of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. On his legs, he wore bronze greaves and a bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. His shield bearer went ahead of him. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why did you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come to, down to me. If he's able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. May the Lord add a blessing to the reader and hearers of this written word. IDK. Most of us are, are truly familiar with this story. Uh, most of us know this story. The Israelites are in battle with the Philistine. They're, 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 they're nemesis, so to speak. One of the ways that they battled during this particular time um, was to pick the best soldier from each side. Of course, this would reduce casualties. They would just pick the champion from. So this was this kind of battle. Uh, the Philistines had a champion, um, and that champion was Goliath. Goliath was over nine feet nine feet tall. And in a real sense, the Israelites didn't have that kind of warrior. They had warriors, but they didn't really have a nine feet giant. And so, God challenges them and Saul and the rest of the Israelites. And what we learn is that they are terrified because they know they have nobody similar to Goliath. 40 days, we're told, according to this chapter, that Goliath comes out wanting somebody to battle him. 40 days and nobody responds. Saul's loss. Saul's terrified. Israel. They are in a I don't know what to do moment. How do I deal with this giant of a problem? It is an IDK moment. They have a giant of a problem and nobody has the answer. 40 days, 40 days, and in a real sense, I would imagine that it felt like 40 years. 
doesn't it feel whenever you reach and you have to face a giant problem? And we all have some Goliaths in our lives. Problems that keep, watch this, that keep showing up every time you wake up. <laughs> that won't go away. <laughs> Matter of fact, see, it says 40 days, but then once again, it may have been, some of us have some Goliath problems that we've been dealing with and facing, what, for 40 years, for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years. And every day you get up, it just seems like it won't go away. You hoping one day that you'll wake up and you know what, and it'll, it'll just be gone. But somehow Goliath just gets up, I'm here and I'm not going away. And that was the challenge that they had right then and there. That Goliath would not go away. He was, he had decided I'm going to stay here until somebody faces me. We have some problems. Some giant problems. That says I am not, I'm not going away. Until you face me. Watch this. This is a these are problems that look we, we can't pass off to anybody else. <laughs> it can't be passed off to mama, it can't be passed off to grandma. 